Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Joining us now, Milwaukee Basketball Insider, uh, Eric Name joining us here. Eric, how you doing? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. Surviving. Uh, hopefully everyone else is doing the same. So, well, let me ask you this first and foremost. Yesterday you get uh, the, the word breaks out that you've got Chris Paul and you've got some of the others, the bigger names, including Giannis, kind of getting together saying, we are not going to be like Major League Baseball. We're not going to quibble over money. We want to get this thing going again. Uh, I, I, my assumption is, is that they are trying to, one, stay away from the bad publicity, and two, trying to fast-track uh, a season here. Do you get that sense? I think the big thing with the NBA's approach thus far is they've been, uh, I think, pretty careful about what leaks out, what we're hearing about, what people are thinking about, whether that's owners or players. And uh, I think they've managed to to make it very clear that everyone's in this together. You know, like one of the very few things we heard about from Adam Silver's call with players last week was that, hey, we're going to choose from a number of bad options. And making sure that gets leaked out means, hey, players, you might have to take a little bit less. Owners, you might have to take a little bit less. We're all in this together. We're all choosing from bad options. There's no perfect option out here. And, you know, I think in – in some of the other leagues, like you see in Major League Baseball, like the owners have tried to get out front and say, like, hey, we've already done this. We're just waiting on the players. And we haven't seen any of that, you know, head-to-head battle, uh, that kind of back and forth. And I think that's something that the NBA has really kind of prioritized in all of this. Uh, I think back to talking to Pat Connaughton about a month ago. He said, you know, if we can manage to pull off uh, a bubble situation or uh, get back to play in one of these cities – you know, we may do something really important for labor negotiations for the next decade. Like, if we manage to work together on this, there might not be as much head-to-head battle, players versus owners, players association versus league. Like, all of that, like, if we manage to come together and do something special in this moment, maybe we've solidified that relationship that there is give and take between all of us. So I think that's something that the NBA is really prioritizing and obviously like you said uh those star players having something leak out that they'd be interested in doing and having the season like obviously that helps them we've heard the owners talk about it as well so like i think everything is is pretty well strategized at this point by the nba that being said i think there's still a ways to go so that being said they have opened up the facilities so uh you tell me how the workouts or what you've heard how that is going because some guys tried to do the best they could to stay in shape other guys needed the facility yeah i mean i i think for the most part uh aside from the very upper echelon of nba talent most of these guys uh you know will enjoy being a bachelor or a young millionaire in a city and instead of getting a house they'll have you know like a 
an apartment or a condo in a high rise. Like they will enjoy, you know, kind of living that life during that portion of their career. So for a lot of these guys, like they don't have a basketball court outside or they don't have a, a gym in their house or, or anything like that. So a lot of these guys needed to get weights from the weight room or have a team send them certain things to work out on. So I think it was pretty rough during all that. So as players get back in, I think it's a pretty big adjustment to doing workouts in the facility because, you know, like it is only one player at a time. You can't have multiple players out on the court at the same time. So it's very regimented for who can go out there. You know, like the assistant coaches or trainers or whoever are there, they're rebounding in gloves. (laughs) There's a very strict rule on sanitation and how all this goes down. So, you know, they're rebounding in gloves, tossing it back to, to the guy or working out. Like they have masks and gloves on and all that to, try to keep the players safe so uh you know this is the most very basic level of all of this like when Giannis says like hey my house I don't have I don't have a basketball hoop I don't have a court to play on like this is the very lowest basis of all this like if there's 10 court there's 10 different hoops at the practice facility but only one player can be out there at a time so there's not multiple guys getting shots up there isn't two on two workouts this is literally the the lowest base you could have for a type of workout but for a lot of guys this is important to be able to get back into gyms and be able to start getting shots up and, and try to get themselves in Game shape is a ways off for any of these guys, but just being able to get back into the rhythm of getting thousands of shots up, like that, that can be really important for a lot of these guys. The uh, If the league does indeed start back up, it appears that they're not going to just jump right back into the postseason. They're going to go three, five games or something like that. What do you feel if they do that and then have a full postseason what do you feel is kind of the, the – are we still looking at the beginning of July for the start date of the season, or do you feel, feel that they need to get it going before that? Uh, or what uh, – maybe more importantly, what would then be the drop-dead date to get this done and get get it going? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're going to do their best to keep pushing off the drop-dead date. Um, and I think they just realize how important that postseason money is, uh, especially, you know, we've seen – record ratings for uh, just about anything live that they put on TV. Like you, you look at the NFL draft, that did huge numbers. You're looking at this Michael Jordan documentary, it's doing huge numbers. So, you know, as far as advertising dollars go, there's still a lot of that to, to be had. And again, I mean, this all feels pretty crass to talk about uh, when people are in danger, but you know, like this is the reality of the situation. So I, I do think, eventually we'll get to a spot where I don't, I don't know that anyone's going to be concerned about getting in any regular season games. Like I, I don't, I think it'll get to a spot where they'll say, Hey, you 16 teams, you're in the playoffs. Sorry for anyone that was just on the, on the edges. Too bad. We played 60 to 65 games uh, across the league. So you had your chance. You didn't get it done. Uh, and then they'll just go with those 16 teams. And I think we'll probably get a you know three to three to four week training camp for teams. And I my guess would be that you know those 14 teams that don't make the playoffs can have that training camp the same way. And I guess kind of simulate like spring ball in college football if you're thinking through it of you know getting some time to work together as a team, but then not have playoff games while the other 16 will have those games. Um, and I mean as far as dates when all this starts. Uh, 
it does feel like July is probably around the time where they have to to get this done. Um, but, you know, our own Sean Sharanya here at The Athletic reported that the league's going to try to make a decision on this in the next two to four weeks. So, uh, I mean, that gets you to June, and that gets you to the middle of June. I was going to say, if you, I, I think most likely you you probably need to have a decision in place like you said, maybe the next two weeks, right? I mean, because if you're going to do a brief camp and some self-scrimmages, to get guys in shape is about a week, to do some basic drills and really kind of get you into it is about another week, and then maybe a few scrimmages, three weeks to get yourself started right around that first week, that that July 4th would be kind of where I think Major League Baseball is shooting for, and I think the NBA is probably shooting for that area as well, right? Yeah, I think they're shooting for it. And honestly, you know, I don't think the NBA – is in a hurry to be the first league back. And uh, that might be the case for everyone, right? Like all these leagues may not want to be the first one back because I, I think it's inevitable that whoever comes back from a sports perspective is going to go through some speed bumps. Like That's just going to have to be how this goes because we're going to be learning about the situation. We're going to be trying to figure out how to do things as safe as possible. And I don't know if those, you know, bumps in the road are a grave concern, but like it is, if you're the first ones to go through it and then you're seen as the first ones that screwed something up, all of a sudden you're the league that looks bad. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if all these leagues are kind of looking around at each other and trying to figure out like, all right, who wants to go first? And then once you see one go, then maybe the rest of them will all go. Uh, so yeah, I'd, I would be I would be shocked if the league said, uh, you know what, if baseball wants to start on July fourth, maybe we'll wait until about July fifteenth, and you know, see what baseball goes through for a couple weeks, and that can help us implement the things that we need to make sure that our people are safe. And again, maybe that's a little bit of me being a cynic on all of this, uh, but I wouldn't be shocked. I just think there there is some inherent danger to any league, you know, getting back to play and being the first one to do it. Talking with Eric Name, uh, our Milwaukee basketball insider. Before I let you go, you tell me, do they play? Yeah, I think they do. Um, I, I think all parties involved, whether it's owners, players, uh, coaches, GMs, I think everybody wants to crown a champion this season. And, you know, I, I think there's also been a push from the league to push back the start date of the next season just generally, like just generally they've thought about, you know, starting the league schedule uh, in that, you know, Christmas time, like maybe that's when you kick off the league. There, there was a push for that before all of this started. And uh, I think there's probably some thought that, hey, let's get this season in. Let's take, uh, you know, a shortened off season and let's get started next season on Christmas. And uh, I think everyone will will kind of end up agreeing to that. And I think there's a lot of desire on all sides to, to make sure that they can try to salvage as much of this season as possible, salvage as many paychecks as possible, uh, and try to move forward. But it's going to be tough, but I think ultimately they do finish the season. Always good, man. I appreciate it, and we'll talk again soon, okay? I look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Eric. Talk to you later. There you go. Eric Name, our Milwaukee basketball insider. You can find him at Eric Name over on Twitter, at Eric Name on Twitter. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.